Does Jesus put spit in a man's face? That doesn't seem like Jesus at all. Why does he do that? We're going to talk about that today in John chapter 9. Happy Friday. We're toward the end of the week here. Maybe you got a full weekend ahead of you. And so it's a good day for you. Others of us maybe are working through the weekend, but it is Friday. And you're listening to Between the Lines. I'm Junior. And, and I'm, I'm here Jack. with Jack. Yeah. Jack's usually the guy behind a computer, not on the mic. Jack's with us every single time we record. <laughs> we talk about Jack quite a bit. Um, Jack's one of my favorite people. Uh, you came to uh, the bridge. How old were you when you came? Man, I was probably, what, 16? Yeah. Younger? Yeah, yeah, it was a while ago. I think I remember the first time you came. Because uh, I remember who brought you. It was a, de- a guy named Dennis who brought you. He's like, yeah. man, you got to meet Jack. You got to meet this kid named Jack. Yeah, man. And, I knew him from martial arts back in the day. Yeah. And not, and you when you came in, you weren't a believer. No. Well, I, kind of, I guess. Sort of. But, okay. Yeah, Quasi was, or something? Well, I was a, I was in the Catholic Church. Okay. But right. I, I didn't believe in Jesus in the same capacity okay. that I do now. No. Right. So it's we, been a journey. Yeah. And now oh, yeah. here you are I'm between the lines. You just made it big now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, I'm taking over a big man seat today. This is. That's right. That's right. <laughs> no, I love it. Thanks for being with us, Jack. And Jack hates being on the mic, but uh, it's been kind of nice. I had my wife who hates being on the mic this week and you. I got a lot. I'm making a lot of enemies this week, but I, I think it's been a great week so far. And I'm looking forward to today. Lots of firsts. That's right. John chapter nine, verse one. Jack's going to take it from here. As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man who had been blind from birth. Rabbi, his disciples asked him, why was this man born blind? Was it because of his own sins or his parents' sins? Can I just stop right there real quick? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Jump in. Here's what's going on. Just a bit of background or context to this. Um, During this time, people saw ailments or diseases, things like blindness, you know, handicap, what have you. Anything that was troubling for a person to live was seen as a curse. And so a lot of people viewed it, and this is very common, people just viewed that as that that was a curse because of somebody's sin. So maybe somebody's blind, it was either their own sin that led to the blindness, or maybe it was their parents' sin. You, you know, you sin, and now you pass that sin on to your kids, and that sin is seen in the kids' blind. It's terrible, but this mm-hmm. is just the common thinking. And so the disciples are under that belief, so they ask Jesus, okay, we saw that guy blind. Was it his sin, or was it his parents' sin? Man, I get this question all the time from people that aren't believers, just some of my own personal friends that I don't believe in Jesus. And they ask me all the time, hey, like, why was that person born with that? Why was that person born oh, with yeah. this other ailment? Right. It's like, well, it, it's all the glory of God. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. And we live in a very broken world. Like, sin has broken our world. And, yeah. and one day, like, God will recreate and it'll be beautiful, be what our, we yearn for. But for now, it's a broken, broken world. Yeah, he'll make all things new. That's right. Uh, so it verse was three. Yeah, it was not. Because of his sins or his parents' sins, Jesus answered, this happened so the power of God could be seen in him. We must quickly carry out the tasks assigned us by the one who sent us. The night is coming, and then no one can work. But while I am here in the world, I am the light of the world. Then he spit on the ground, made mud with his saliva, and spread the mud over the blind man's eyes. <laughs> so what's going on there? But, you know, and there's there's some different theories to this, but there was this... Um, thinking that um that a and i know this is weird to us today but um this was just their culture for a rabbi a rabbi's spit there was something precious for for, for a rabbi's spit and so uh, making mud with spit it, it it wasn't um jesus was not being rude here he was not being mean 
um, it, it was it was not how we interpret it today. It was interpreted very differently. So I think verse seven. He told him, go wash yourself in the pool of uh, Shalom. Yep. So the man went and washed and came back seeing. His neighbors and others who knew him as a blind beggar asked each other, isn't this the man who used to sit and beg? Some said he was, and others said, no, he just looks like him. But the beggar kept asking, or kept saying, sorry, yes, I am the same one. They asked, who healed you? What happened? He told them, the man they called Jesus made mud and spread it over my eyes and told me, go to the pool of Shalom and wash yourself. So I went and washed, and now I can see. Now, one other part to that mud, because I see it here again, one other part to that mud is some do believe, and we don't know this for sure, but some commentators say that, um, the man here, it's, it's possible that this man didn't even have eyes in his eye socket. And so when Jesus had made mud, he was literally creating an eye out of, and it, it wow. goes back to creation, you know, God making us from, from, you know, the dust, from the dirt, the, yeah. from the dirt. And so Jesus, you have God again, creating from, from the dirt as well, giving this man eyes. Reverse, where are we at? Verse uh, 12. 12. Yep. Where is he now? They asked. I don't know, he replied. Then they took the man who had been blind to the Pharisees because it was on the Sabbath that Jesus had made the mud and healed him. The Pharisees asked the man all about it, so he told them, he put the mud over my eyes, and when I, when I washed it away, I could see. Some of the Pharisees said, this man Jesus is not from God, for he is working on the Sabbath. Others said, but how, could you, but how can an ordinary sinner do such miraculous signs? So there was a deep division of opinion among them. Then the Pharisees again questioned the man who had been blind and demanded, what's your opinion about this man who healed you? The man replied, I think he must be a prophet. The Jewish leaders still confused to believe, still refused to believe the man had been blind and could now see. So they called in his parents. They asked them, is this your son? Was he born blind? If so, how could he see now? Yeah, in verse 20, I'll pick it up here. It says, his parents replied, we know this is our son and that he was born blind but we don't know how he can see or how or who healed him. Asked him, he's old enough to speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders who announced that anyone saying Jesus was the Messiah would be expelled from the synagogue. That's why they said, he's old enough, ask him. So for the second time, they called in the man who was again bringing him back in, who had been blind and told him, God should get the glory for this because we know this man, Jesus, is a sinner. I don't know whether he's a sinner, the man replied, but I do know this. I was blind. And now I can see. And I just, I love that because that's the power of people's, of people's testimonies. You know, mm -hmm. as believers, we should be people who share what God has done in our life because you can't argue it. I can't argue with your story, Jack. Like oh, yeah. you were at once blind and now you can see. Like you can't argue with that. Like that's just, no. that's just reality. And so that's what this man keeps on going. I'm going back to the facts. I can't comment on who this guy is. If he's sinned before, all I know is that I was blind and now I can see. This is my testimony and testimonies are powerful. Oh, yeah. For the longest time, too. I don't mean to cut you off, Junior. No, I'm good. But um, and when I first became a Christian, I always felt really weird sharing my testimony. I know that there were a lot of people that had, in my view, much more interesting testimonies oh, than sure. mine. Yeah. But just being a new believer and growing in that, it's like, hey, there's power in that testimony, but Absolutely. there's also power in there's also power in the super simple testimonies because yeah. God worked through all of us. Right. There yeah. it is. Absolutely. He's creating, yeah, he's creating beautiful stories. He's like, all I know is I was blind. Now I can see. That's my story. But what did he do? They asked. How'd he heal you? Look, the man explained. I told you once. Didn't you listen? 
what do you want? Why do you want to hear it again? Do you, do you want to become his disciples too? He's like kind of poking. Do you want to be his disciples too? <laughs> Obviously they don't because they're very angry at Jesus. Uh, just, uh, guy's got a sense of humor. Then they cursed him and said, you are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know God spoke to Moses, but we don't even know where this man comes from. Why, that's very strange, the man replied. He healed my eyes, and yet you don't know where he comes from. We know that God doesn't listen to sinners, but he is ready to hear those who worship him and do his will. Ever since the world began, no one has been able to open the eyes of someone born blind. If this man were not from God, he couldn't have done it. Well, you were born a total sinner. It goes back to that prevalent thinking of, you know, you were blind, so you must have been your parents that sinned or you sinned. Mm -hmm. You were born a total sinner, they answered. Are you trying to teach us? And they threw him out of the synagogue. I threw him out, I mean, like, expelled, because that's what they were threatening earlier in the chapter. Verse 35, when Jesus heard what had happened, he found the man and asked, do you believe in the Son of Man? And I love that Jesus goes and finds him. So Jesus heard that this guy gets kicked out of the out of the synagogue. So he's, he's I mean, that's shameful yeah. for him. You know, he's scared now about his, his standing in community and all of that. And yet Jesus cares enough to go find him. Found the man says, do you believe in the Son of Man? The man answered, who is he, sir? I want to believe in him. Well, you've seen him, Jesus said, and he is speaking to you. Oh, yes, Lord, I believe, the man said, and he worshiped Jesus. Then Jesus told him, I, ended, I entered this world to render judgment, to give sight to the blind, and to show those who think they see that they are blind. Some Pharisees who were standing nearby heard him and asked, Are you saying we're blind? <laughs> Jesus said, if you, were, if you were blind, you wouldn't be guilty, Jesus replied, but you remain guilty because you claim you can see. <laughs> Such good chapter here in John chapter nine. You see so much of just Jesus's personality and love, and this man just kind of cracks me up. You want to be his disciple too? Yeah, <laughs> such a good, such a good chapter here in John chapter nine. Well, Psalm sixty nine is the corresponding chapter for this uh, for today, and it is thirty six verses. Again, I hope you read this all on your own. But Jack and I just want to point out verse thirty three of Psalm sixty nine. It says. For the Lord hears the needy. We just saw that. We saw that in, yeah. in John chapter 9. The Lord hears the needy. He does not despise his own people who are prisoners. And maybe today, kind of going through something, you're carrying a weight on your shoulders, you're dealing with maybe a work issue or a family issue or you know an issue with your child, and you're just kind of down and out. You can count that God hears, God knows, and God cares. And maybe he doesn't feel like it. Maybe you just kind of feel like this, this disconnect. But run to him. He is your refuge. The Lord hears the needy. What you need most is God. And so run to him today. Well, it's been quite a week. We've had my it wife has. on here. We've had Jordan. We've got Joel, Jack. Mm -hmm. It's been a great week. Jack, thanks for, I, again, I know you don't like being on the mic, but it's fantastic. It's yeah. great. So, Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, Appreciate absolutely. it. Absolutely. And uh, now, anytime you hear my dad and I making fun of Jack or talking about Jack, now now you've heard the the voice behind yeah, the computer. I don't want any emails. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, make it a great weekend this weekend. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for listening to uh, thanks for listening to this podcast. And uh, it's, it's fun to to sit here with you each morning, read scripture. I hope it's beneficial for your walk with God. And uh, we'll see you on Monday.